You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. I don't want to do this today. (laughs) Kind of the same way. You do? Well, yeah, I mean... For various reasons. Like well, it's not because I don't want to podcast today. It's because <laughs> I don't want to do this topic. But as I just said to you, I don't know how we don't do it. Right, right. It just so happens that this week on the Velvet Edge podcast, the topic is pop culture. And do you know that these events have actually made me reevaluate if this should even be a topic on our podcast in mm-hmm. general? Like, like I went culture, really dark yeah. this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's like this particular topic is like the loudest pop culture topic that anyone's talking about. Honestly, well, right when, now, when, right now, when someone texts me about it, I'm like, I've got some friends that just won't stop talking about it. Oh God! And I'm I just have... like, leave me, leave me alone. I would have to like, leave that conversation. Yeah, I'm like, you, know, you can do that in text. <laughs> yeah, but, but can you do that if it's just you and one other person? That would, <laughs> I don't know, but that would be amazing. That would be the sweetest kill epic. ever. Yeah. Just leave. <laughs> they like text you something more about it, and you just it just says Chip left this conversation. <laughs> Wait, I should try that for our friends if it happens. <laughs> well, it happens in a group then for sure. <laughs> I love that move when I get annoyed with someone. <laughs> you just leave the conversation. <laughs> anyway, if you guys have not guessed or if you live under some sort of rock and you haven't heard about this, um, the slap heard around the world, I guess, seen around the world, slap gate, I'm seeing it called, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on the Oscars this week. Um, after he made a comment about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair. He made a joke about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the backstory would be Jada has recently openly discussed having alopecia, which is a hair loss condition, and it's not fixable. You can't really do anything about it. Um, as a woman, and especially a black woman, I would imagine that is a very difficult 
disease to have. Um, and Chris Rock made a joke in reference to seeing Jada uh, on G.I. Jane 2. So in reaction to that, Will Smith got up on the stage on the Oscars and slapped the shit out of him. And slapped him across the face. Oh, and then it, it continued. Like, Will walked off the stage, uh sat there and I think Chris said something like, whoa, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And Will started yelling, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Like it went mute. I was watching this all live and it was extremely shocking. You didn't know if it was fake or if it was like part of a bit. Um, I knew it was real whenever they muted the sound. That was when I was like, oh my God, this is happening. This is like actually happening. You were not watching, right? I was not watching. I was working. I don't even have television. But I mean, wow. Twitter Twitter might as well make it live, you know, like, because I was able to go right to Twitter and see it. Yeah, but yes and no on this topic. And I said this to you earlier, because one of, I mean, I had, I have many issues. I probably have, um, like, we may get canceled after I say my statements about this situation. <laughs> I don't know. Don't let me into it. <laughs> I mean, well, you're. Sorry, bud. You're going down with me. I I, I have probably um, what some people might not think is the popular opinion, but I have seen other people saying things like I feel. And so I don't know, maybe there's more people than I know. Um, but the problem or one of the biggest problems that I have is about the way our culture handles things like this. And what was so disheartening to me, and literally I wanted to quit life, like not, sorry, that was a bad statement. I wanted to crawl in a hole and under the covers and quit my phone and like not do a podcast about pop culture. Not like, it just like, I, th that's what I mean when I say quit the life that I've uh, created because it feels like it's, it's exacerbating the problem. And what was happening was that people who weren't even watching the show and seeing how all of it unfolded in real time were getting on social media, seeing Will Smith slap Chris Rock. And it was being said under the guise of like, Chris Rock makes a joke Will Smith doesn't like and he slaps the shit out of him. And so then everyone starts weighing in on like, violence is not the answer. And it's like, whoa, you weren't even a part of this. Like all of a sudden you have an opinion and it just really frustrated me and made me sick at my stomach that we are so quick to judge and weigh in on things without one being a part of something, but two, knowing any sort of backstory or anything about the situation um, and just judgment in general, like having absolutely no empathy for people or understanding of what's actually happening. So that was like super, super triggering to me. Well, I mean, look, I think the truth is, and not to, um, uh, discredit your what, being triggered by it. Like the only people that know what happened were Will Smith and Chris Rock, mm -hmm. because you know if Will Will Smith could have gotten in a fender bender on the way there and just been fresh. Like he could have just been in a bad mood since he rolled out of bed that morning. Like the um, the internalization of what was going on. I mean, I don't I don't think that I needed to watch the whole Oscars to to have some sort of opinion of that moment, like, or reaction to that moment. Um, and I was able to see the whole, you know, that moment in full because of that Australian feed that was uncensored. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my, my personal opinion about the whole thing is that they're both wrong. Yeah. And so it's, um, 
and you know, I have read that Chris Rock had no idea about alopecia, and well, I, believe, I would I mean, hope not. If he didn't, yeah, he's I mean, a terrible he, human, right? And um, or if he you did know, know, I'm sorry. Yeah, if he did know, um, yeah, that, then it would be completely shitty. So I, you know, I look. It's um, I think I could make arguments for both sides. I think they're it was wrong on um, both of them were wrong. So it's really hard to have a strong opinion either way for me. Um, okay. Cause you know, it didn't trigger anything in me. Mm-hmm. I just like, it made me, it kind of just makes me sad because it was, it should have been such a beautiful moment for both of them mm-hmm. and for, and like for like black people in general, you know, it was like, Obviously, we didn't know that at that moment. We did not know that Will Smith was going to win his his first Oscar as a, in, in a leading role. I'm, 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 I could be it could be his first Oscar. Um, I'm not. It was there. Okay, good. So that's a that's a really big moment, and it was a a black comedian doing a presentation to an award that was won by a, a black musician. No, it, Chris Rock wasn't giving that award. Questlove actually won an award after that happened, right, right. and that, nobody remembers yeah, that. Chris Rock was giving the award to Questlove, is what I was yes. saying. It was oh, okay. to another amazing black performer, and it's just like this is like such a beautiful moment that got overshadowed by like yeah, but such a um, a senseless thing to do because I think the point could have been made in other ways, and it it puts a stain in some people's eyes on Will Smith. Mm-hmm. although some people are applauding him. So, I mean, I think the conversation today that we're going to have is like, um, you know, I think it's important to look at both sides, but I also think it's important to recognize that like Will Smith is the only one that can really explain why he did what he did, you know? Well, he has, he posted on Instagram the day after and First of all, he, in his acceptance speech, acknowledged it. A lot of people were really upset about the way that his speech went. And again, I sit here and I'm just like, good God, we have such high expectations on human beings to say everything perfectly. Like that was an off the cuff, not that much longer after that had happened. They showed him during commercial breaks crying every time. Um, He obviously realized like, oh, shit, that was a complete reaction, an emotional reaction, and it was inappropriate and uncalled. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Um, And then he won this award and tried to get up and acknowledge it in the best way he could at the time. And I've seen people like ripping apart certain statements or saying things like, don't don't try to, you know, push love into this like love makes us do crazy things. That wasn't at all how I took what he was trying to say. But I think we're just so quick to judge and make rash judgments on people. And especially in a situation like that, I'm like, if you put yourself in that position, could you have said everything exactly right in front of the entire world after you had had a complete fucking meltdown? Like, oh. What are we asking of this person? That is like absurd to me. True, but um, and um, to to counter that, then should Chris Rock be expected to say everything right? You know, he's he was hired to be a comedian and make people laugh, and you know, I do think like I, I, we've talked about cancel culture and how you know the knee jerk cancellation of people. It's just fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think like that um, and, and, and to act violently towards something to be towards someone because of words 
is also a form of cancellation of free speech. Um, and I think that, uh, like, that to me is part of the argument that makes it really difficult um, for me to, to side with Will Smith. And I don't even think there's a side that I need to be on. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to choose my words really carefully mm-hmm. because I do think like it is Chris Rock's job um, to deliver jokes. And it's, you know, historically, if you watch the, the Oscars, um, you know, as far back as I can remember, like they are not there just to make jokes. They historically make fun of the people sitting in the audience. Um, and, uh, and, and Will's acknowledged this in his apology. He knows that like it comes with the territory. So, um, you know, I think I, that's like fucked up though. Like, why does that have to come with the territory? I think these are the questions that I'm starting to ask is like, if you're a public eye, if you, if you choose to live a very public life, Mm, mm. um, you're about to trigger the shit out of me. Okay, bring it. Let's go. No, I think if like, if you think about the root of that joke and it having nothing to do with her having alopecia, it's not a bad joke. It's not funny, first of all. That was the other thing. I was like, God, it wasn't even a funny joke. All of this for nothing. Like, but yeah. but what you're saying is that if you're in the public eye, mm-hmm. you are put you are signing up to be abused emotionally and verbally, and you better just get a thick skin and take it because you have a public job. Well, I know. I, I mean, I don't, okay, I, I, clarify I, for me. I think that he has every right to be upset and, um, and elicit an apology for the joke, but I don't think he has a right to get up and assault somebody for no. a joke. I don't think like, anyone, I mean, I'm not sitting here trying to be like, oh, Will Smith did everything right. Definitely right. not trying to right. say that. I just think that I've reached some sort of limit and this is, I've done this. And so I'm reevaluating, like, this is why I said I'm reevaluating. Do we even want to have pop culture as a topic? Because, you know, we sat here a couple weeks ago and analyzed Britney Spears and Kim Kardashian. I don't know those women. And so like, do I get the right because they put themselves out there to judge what's happening that I am coming in without all of the information and making a judgment based off of that is that a fair thing to do? And yes, it's the way we've done it in our culture for so long, but why are we not asking more questions about that? And it does something need to change because if nothing else, this was the world's biggest stage. And we're, uh, to me, I was watching and observing a trauma response happen. And so it's sad to me that we're going to sit here and just ostracize this one person for having some sort of emotional reaction that was, I do believe, inappropriate. Yes, I will get on board with that. But don't we need to sit as a culture and start asking bigger questions about the way we treat each other? Like, like as a comedian, you're like, that's just what comedians do. But why? Does that need to be what comedians do? Like, because Will Smith has a talent of acting and he goes and and acts in these movies, he has to sign up for his wife with a disease being made fun of? Yeah, but that's a that's assuming that the joke was about her alopecia. And no, it's not. She says she has a bald head because of the alopecia. Correct. But th- and that's what the joke was made about. So, but it's not like 
even if he didn't know it was an inner, that was his fault. He should have done better. Right. And obviously that was something off the cuff that wasn't run by producers. Cause she has been very public about that. So like you kind of, he, he really missed the mark. Like if someone yeah. has cancer and is going through chemo and talks openly about that and you make a joke about that, you're a dick. Absolutely. So what's the difference? I look, I'm not I'm not saying that it didn't land wrong, but I think we I think intent is um is needs to be taken into consideration. And I think in this case in particular, there was a better way to handle it. I'm also not sitting here thinking that Will Smith should be canceled. I think the whole thing was handled incredibly wrong. I um, you know, some of the arguments that I've seen, like praising him for standing up for protecting black women. I get that too. Like, I think it was a beautiful statement that was made through his actions. I just think he could have made the same statement in a different way. I think think, he would agree with you. Yeah. yeah. I think that that was like an emotional reaction in the moment. And what I observed, he actually laughed at first because what you're saying is, is true that because he knows this comes quote unquote with the job. And what I'm asking is why does that have to come with the job? But like it comes with the job. And so I was observing him in this way of like he laughs because I think he's like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I need to laugh. Then he looked at Jada, who was very visibly upset. You can see her eye roll on camera. She's visibly upset. And then he switched modes. And I think what I would imagine, and I could be completely wrong, but as a human, when you see a person you love in pain, you're like, wait, shit. And he discussed this in his um, in his speech later was like that he's trying to be a certain kind of of man. And of course, as humans, we don't do things perfectly, especially when we're learning and we're growing and we're shifting into this new place of where we want to be. And so what I observed is the person who laughed. Then he observed his wife who is visibly hurt. We have no idea what kind of courage it took for her to get ready that day as a 50-something-year-old woman to go put herself out there with a bald head and try to stand strong in her own beauty and show other women, hey, like we can be beautiful in all different shapes and sizes. That takes as much as like, I think she is a very strong person. I cannot imagine what that would be like internally to still stand in that. Just because you're strong doesn't mean shit isn't hard. And so- we don't know the backstory of the whole day or what they've been going through with her losing her hair or anything like that. And being in the public eye as a woman is hard enough because we get ripped apart about the way we look. Like it is so difficult. So then I see him observe that and he's like, wait, I'm supposed to be this protector of her. And do I think that getting up on stage and hitting was the right thing? No. And especially on that stage, because I think it leaves a lot of people having to explain to their kids the next day, like what, ha- you know, like violence isn't the answer and whatever. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that what we observed as this like person, this human trying to navigate the best thing to do in the moment, like I'm on a public stage, but I have this responsibility to my wife that I love to protect her. She's visibly upset. I know the struggle she's been having. And we observed him react in an emotional way that was inappropriate is the only thing that we should be talking about. That's yeah. all I'm trying to say. Look, I mean, look, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, it, there are so many ways that I could list right now that he could have handled it better. He could have grabbed her hand and hugged her. He could have grabbed her hand and both of them fucking walked out of the building. 
True. Um, yes. You know, there, like there are other ways to protect the somebody that you love um, versus getting up and slapping somebody, you know? And I think the, like the tragedy in it is um, that, you know, he looks like a fucking emotional asshole and like nobody thought of Will Smith that way. You Mm -hmm. know, like I think it's changed the public perception of, um, you know, uh, not characters, but yeah, I mean, like I would say that like Will Smith is a person of character, you know, like, I think he has fought really hard in this business to um, be like an upstanding dude, you know, and I mm-hmm. think that um, the whole, the whole world was watching and in a split second, he changed the, yeah, half the world's opinion of him. And I think it's a shame because but that's, yeah, that's my point. Right. But it's, it was his actions that caused it. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years, and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. So there is responsibility there on his part. Agreed, but isn't he taking responsibility? This is what I'm trying to say about we are so quick to judge people, especially in the public eye, in these inhumane ways. Like, do does anyone think that he handled that correctly? No, and it's very obvious because we can read a bunch of fucking articles about it. Also, what I see is that Will is saying he didn't handle it correctly and right. he's made multiple apologies. I hope that he's digging deeper into why he had that emotional reaction. From what I've observed of him, he is a person that does a lot of inner work. And so I would imagine this is what's happening. Jada has spoken to that. Like now is the season for work, clearly. Like we bumped up against something, some version of a shadow self. 
and there needs to be some something addressed. And I'm like, that's the human process. Absolutely. So why are we sitting here so judgmental without giving someone like, okay, yes, you mishandled that and you're taking the steps to say you mishandled it and your actions are showing that. And like, why can't we have empathy as a culture? Why do we have to have these judgments based on, or like, why, why is what you're saying the thing now, I guess? Like now people have different idea of Will Smith. Because I, I do think he showed a, showed a different side of himself that people didn't expect. I, you know, I, my hope would be that people can forgive him for it. Mm. But I do think like it, I'm, you know, this incident, it, it's, I don't think it's all on his shoulders either. I think the way that the Academy reacted was wrong. I think he should have been removed from the room. Um, you know, it's because you, you have to ask yourself if that had been some C-level actor that no one really knew and he'd done that, what would have happened? And I, th I think that like, it's important that when someone steps out of line and does the wrong thing, that there are appropriate repercussions. Do I think he should be arrested and in jail for it? No, I actually think um, I have a lot of respect for the fact that Chris Rock recognizes that like pressing charges and stuff only escalates this thing. That it, well, it also it, diminishes Chris Rock's participation. What? By yeah, if, if he presses if he press charges, charges, it's yeah, like no, I didn't I, participate in why this happened. 100%. Not that he's responsible for Will's reaction, but to me, like what Absolutely. he did is equally as inappropriate. Uh, yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I think it's, I, I have respect for Chris for not pressing charges because it would be really easy to do just as a knee jerk reaction. Um, and to sort of cover your ass, like it suddenly says, I'm not guilty. Um, but I do think it would have been, um, I think it marred the night. Um, and there should have been some, some sort of reaction from the Academy um, that felt a little bit more immediate. Because it became a distraction for the rest of the night. Oh, I mean, the, the show was cameras, done. Yeah, the cameras were then on Will Smith the whole time. Like, And it's like... It, it didn't like it also caused him not to have a moment to like get out of his like get out of that moment and then get into his head like he was then still on camera all night like I, yeah. I don't know I just felt like this the responsibility isn't totally on Will and Chris I think there's other other people at play here that need um to uh, be part of this conversation well, we had a friend, actually, one of our publicist friends was there with a client, and I asked her, I was like, what was it like backstage? And she said everyone was just sort of in shock. Like, did this just happen? And I think that that's the other piece of this is like, everyone wants to sit and blame the Academy, too. It's like, they've never faced this before. Like, right. nobody knows what to do. We're all like, uh, I mean, I, I do feel like I was watching, though, and it feels like that thing in a dysfunctional family where it's like something major happens. And nobody acknowledges it. And you just like go about things like everything's fine. Let's just pretend like everything's fine. That was weird. It was weird. I was actually really glad he won so that he could get up on the stage and address it in some capacity. Like, I'm glad that he did address it in his speech and he did immediately apologize because if he hadn't, it would be this weird like uh did okay that just happened everyone was traumatized like the people watching i couldn't sleep that night i was so messed up by this um or the whole picture of it but yeah like it was it 
if nobody had addressed it, I think that would be even more traumatizing. Um, so I'm grateful that that was addressed in some capacity. I don't really know what the Academy should have done or what should have happened. Like, I'm sure they'll put things into place now. Um, but I do feel I'm hoping that if we could get off of just blaming Will Smith for this, it could open up a bigger conversation culturally of like, one, why this happened? Like, I feel like we are seeing more violent outbursts in general. And it's like, makes sense to me. We went through a collective trauma and we still are with COVID. Like people have lost their jobs. There is so much pressure that we've never faced before, never known how to navigate. Like there's so many shifts happening in our world in general right now. And like, it's a collective trauma. And what trauma does is mess up our nervous systems and we react in ways that are out of character, out of line. And like, I think those things need to be discussed. I also think what needs to be discussed because of that is our idea of celebrity and the fact that we put these people on pedestals to not act like, or to not have human feelings. Like, obviously this is really triggering to me personally, because like what was said to me when I was going through the stuff, when I was on very cavalier and then became the villain without understanding why or knowing why or whatever. Um, what was said to me is you signed up for reality TV. Like when the keyboard warriors were coming at me about something they knew nothing about that I did not do, that was not at all how the situation played out, but I was backed into a corner of not being able to say anything or stand up for myself. And so another person was creating a false narrative that even good morning America picked up as reality. And so I'm getting ostracized for something that didn't fucking happen, nor was it who I am. And I'm told that because I signed up for a reality show, I should just take it. I should take those death threats and have a thicker skin. Look, I, I think those, these are two different things. How? We, wa we watch someone slap somebody. But you just said because he is famous, he has to have a thick skin. That's why I said you're That's about to trigger the said. fuck out of me. That's not that what I said. I, I think when, you're, when, you, when you choose a life that is very public, you have to expect that people are going to have opinions. Being on a reality show where they edit things to tell a narrative that didn't happen is very different than but what I was told was that because, live television. But I was told because I signed the papers and signed up to do that show, then I should take people's bullshit. Well, I think there's something there. I think there, it's very different when a lie is being created. Like the argument, like, but whoever, you could argue that he said, said something about he sh he made a joke about his sick wife, and so we're like, but he should have handled it better. But th but that's not a lie, you know. Like, I if if you were on camera, and you know you were on live television, you can't expect people not to have opinions when you act out of turn. You know, the world is going to see it, so. <laughs> For you, for your situation, when you're being accused of sleeping with someone who you consider to be your best friend's husband, like, and you're like, this is a fucking lie. Well, you that know? was a lie that I used or was a lie. Thing. The whole thing is a lie. It's, the yeah, whole all of it was fucking storyline. But I, I do think like when you are, uh, 
it's it comes with the territory of fame. See, I, that's what I'm having an issue with. You just well, said it they, again. It does. I think some of this does. Why come with the though? Why are we as a culture not doing better? That's what I'm asking you. Is why does it? I see what you're saying about like. So are we not supposed to have an opinion, opinion if we like a movie or not? Either? No, like, I see. We're supposed what, to go see movies and not talk about them. No, and that's not what I'm saying. I don't. I see what you're saying about people having an opinion. I think that we can do better as humans to one try to get information before we start having a fucking judgment about something. Two, have some goddamn empathy. Like, I look, to I, me, huh? I think the problem is social media. That's well. That's a that and was a not, huge not, part of why I was the, so like, needing a thick skin. It's just like. Everyone has access to broadcast their opinion to the world now. And it without, started the second it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what that's looking for clicks and likes and all of the things. They don't care. Like it wasn't about, it's not about like what really happened, you know? Like, and here I am sitting here watching Will Smith being like, oh my God, I felt so bad for him because I knew what was about to happen. It was yeah. like, oh my God, he did the best he could in the time and it was not the best. <laughs> he didn't do very good. Right. He made a really stupid decision. He did. It was an emotional reaction. That is 100% the best way to describe it. What he said in his Instagram post was I made an emotional reaction. I usually can take it, but when it was targeted at my sick wife, it, it took me to a place that I had an emotional reaction that I couldn't control. It was inappropriate. And he took that ownership. And, um, I loved that because to me, that is like, you're a human and you get your buttons pushed that that was not the first time they had been come at that night. Like their relationship had made been, there had been jokes about that. They were sitting on the front row. They were getting the hits, you know, and they took it, they took it, they took it. And then he finally fucking snapped. And I just think like we do such a disservice if we only talk about that reaction because there's so much more happening here. And I also think that like, you're right, the social media piece is what was so upsetting to me because it was like, I opened it up in the second, because I was trying to figure out if it was a bit at first and I opened it up and people were already weighing in on Will Smith needs to be canceled. He shouldn't win this award. If he does, then it needs to be done and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, whoa, how are y'all already forming these opinions and um and even saying things like what he's like picking apart his speech and the things that he said and that's not love don't ever say love and i get that that's like a domestic abuse situation where you know people say i just love you so much and I, that's not what he was saying though like that's not what he was saying and i'm super triggered by it because my voice was stifled and so i'm just like <laughs> like and it's not like i'm defending what he did i just am like god damn we've got to do better here like we are literally a culture who is traumatized and struggling and we're going to sit here and just make it worse for each other? Why? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I would be lying if I didn't say I don't enjoy a good meme. You know, like when something like this yeah, happens. The memes like, were so distasteful to me to but, come in as quick as they did. I mean, some of them were just so funny. Um, and as a, conscient, as a conscious observer of what happened, I don't have a, a dog in the fight. So it's right. like... I would much rather be able to laugh at, you know, honestly, like two celebrities embarrassing the shit out of themselves. That's the way that I see it. Like the opinions of other people, I don't give a fuck like what anyone else has to say, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I, if anything, I was just, I'm sad about the whole thing. I'm sad that there, um, you know, there are kids that look up to Will Smith as like this shining example yeah. of what they can become. 
and to see him fail is really sad. But I also think it's a great learning moment, like for parents to be like, this person is human. He is not perfect. Like he might play perfection in some movies, but um, you know, so I think it's really important for um, that there are, it is causing conversation. And well, hopefully, like, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's like uh, me researching this today, like there's amazing, like, um, you know, sort of counter arguments in the New York times. It's like, it is really causing um, important conversations about this, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but canceling him does fucking nothing. That is no. a knee jerk reaction. And by the way, it will never happen. He's the most bankable star in Hollywood. He ain't going anywhere. I, but I, I do think that like there were some failures in a lot of people's parts um, and the excuse of like, this has never happened before. Like I guarantee if you someone ran in there with a gun, which has never happened at the Oscars, they would have had a solution for it. They chose not to reprimand him in any way because he is the most bankable star in Hollywood. I don't know if that's why. I think they were like, what the fuck do we do? Like, because also he sat back down. Yeah. And so it's like someone could have tapped him on the shoulder and said, well, can we see, can we have a conversation in the lobby? And it also might've given him the opportunity to sort of process what had just happened for a minute, instead of having to be like, whoop and like Mm -hmm. wash it off of his face and act like he's enjoying the moment. Like get him off camera Ask him if he's okay. Well, he wasn't. They kept showing him during commercial breaks sobbing. Right. Like Denzel Washington was like hugging him and and, um, said something about, he said this in his speech, like the devil always gets you when you're on the top. And I do think it's like the world is watching those people that are so famous. And wait, I think the thing I'm just grossed out by, it's like it seems like people thrive on people's failures or like when you were just saying like the memes and um you know you love a good meme or and, and you don't care about the people's opinions and like I get it but I'm also I think I'm observing it and maybe this is because I mean on a so much smaller scale I felt what it feels like but like it to me I was watching it so sad for all of them like they are humans and they had to go home that night and I mean, he went to the after parties, which I actually think was the wrong move too. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he should have done that. Optically, th- it was a bad move. Yeah. Optically, it was a very bad move. I think they were probably trying to be like, let's just make, you know, you we need to focus on the positives. You did just win your first Oscar. And I think everyone I want to believe was doing the best they could at the time. Um, I can't, you can't think that he didn't wake up the next day though and be like, let it sink in for a second. Yeah. And, and he's, having to deal with it. It's not like this is going to go away for Will Smith. No, it's like, yeah, no, he's like, he's, there are repercussions. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. But, you know, I also think it's important to remember, like, going into it, not everyone liked Will Smith. Of so course. So it, it gave people the opportunity to be like, fuck that dude. You know, yeah. so I don't think it was necessarily like suddenly people that loved him were like judging him. I think it gave some people opportunity to be like, I knew I was right about that guy. And um, and we obviously can't. We're as people that are just reading this shit on the internet, we can't discern like where those people are coming from. No, I mean, um, Will Smith could be an asshole and I don't know. Like, right. I, you know, yeah. so it's it's hard to even make a decision on, like you said, which side to take. I will say it's really upsetting to me that I read an article about Chris Rock's ticket sales this weekend and it was like people were buying them for $250 and selling them on StubHub for like $8,000. And to what? me, I'm like, so this guy who started this whole thing, and he, in fact, is an abuser as well with the words. It was with words. He gets to have a thriving career now? Well, he's like, not making money off of StubHub. Like, well, okay, well, it, it, the ticket sales went, they, he sold out immediately. Like, people are going to be, they're going because they want to see what he's going to say. They want to see what jokes he's going to make about this. And to me, I'm like, this is messed up. So Will Smith is having to suffer consequences, but to me, it doesn't seem like Chris Rock is. Well, um, I bet you a lot of people watch King Richard, you know, like after this too. Um, maybe, or maybe they're like, Ugh, I don't like that guy anymore. Yeah, maybe. But I'm sure there are people that don't like Chris Rock because, you know, like I've seen a lot of comments of people that said that the joke was inappropriate and he deserved to be slapped. Mm -hmm. um, so... I look, I think there's no winner and there's like, they're both, they're all losers in this, you know, like it's just a really, really unfortunate situation that played out terribly. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it was, um, it's not how things should go. Um, and it's, you know, I'm not, none of us were in the room. None of us are Will Smith. I, I, I would like to think that he can look back at what he did and, and think about, other ways that he could have handled it. I mean, he could have just yelled, keep your, my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Well, that and, still would have been talked it, about. Yeah. Right. It would have had probably a better impact because people would have been like, holy shit, Will Smith is mad. I've never seen Will Smith mad. Mm -hmm. And it would have preserved his reputation. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, and it would have looked like he was protecting his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have said, I want to talk to you at commercial break. And then like, we would have seen it like them filming, like him, like letting Chris Rock have a piece of his mind. I don't know. I just well, could have, would have, should have. I mean, have you never been should've. in a situation yeah. where you're in a fight and yeah. you're being, you know, I, assaulted in whatever way and right. you react and you've gone, right. God, I should have done that better. And I guess as a human, I have been there and being on the other side of situations where I'm faced with something that is not right. What's happening to me. It's not right. I have reacted and then, but I have to take responsibility for my oh, actions. Okay. Right. And as humans, I just think the best we can do and the the most we can ask of each other is to take accountability, take ownership, acknowledge what we did and what was wrong about it and make changes in our and lives. Learn from the mistakes. Exactly. And, that, and that's what I think. That's why I think it's important that we're having this conversation because you and I are saying the same thing. My thing I'm is, just more is, heated and upset and well, mad no, and <laughs> reactive. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> and I'm like, don't you dare talk about <laughs> Well, I, I think it's important. Like, look, I, I do think it's important that people have opinions and react to things, but I think it's less constructive just to be like, fucking cancel Will Smith. It's more constructive to look at your children and say, hey, let's talk about this. What did Mr. Smith do wrong here? What did Mr. Rock do wrong? Yeah, totally. And, and and then we are collectively all doing better. Just right. to make fun and be assholes online, it doesn't serve anyone but your clicks. You well, know? and that, and it just turns us into more assholes. It's like yeah, the it's same thing. Divisiveness. Yes. And I also just think that like, if you are just sitting there saying violence is never the answer, I think you're missing it too. Because that's, it's like, duh. To me, that is like, I don't think anybody would say violence was the right thing to do there. Like, no, I don't think there. I saw some people that were like, his ass deserved to be slapped. Should have been slapped because it was a bad comment. But I think we could all argue that on the Oscars, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe with the platform on national television in the biggest award show that there is, that probably wouldn't, you know, slapping someone isn't probably the right answer. Right. So I think it's like dumbing this whole thing down if you just sit there and you're saying like violence is never the right response. Like, hello, of course. Like right. to me, that's that. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I feel about it. It's just like you're you're saying the thing that's like the most obvious statement. It's so obvious. Like well, what and, and for the, the academy to be like, we don't condone violence. Yeah, no they, like, shit, give, academy. They, they, like, they give awards to some of the most violent movies ever made. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself. It's just like, right. It's like the right real. thing to say. So yeah. people are saying it. It's like the politically correct thing. And it's just like, let, let's stop. Let's stop trying to cover our tracks here. And let's right. stop trying to say the right thing. And let's look at the bigger picture of what we can learn as a culture. Yeah. And there are so many things, like you're saying, so many teachable moments in this. And number like one for me is for all of us to look in the mirror about how we react to people being human and making mistakes. And like, or because they're on a public platform, how we treat them. Like, I actually think, I know comedians aren't gonna change, and this is like, this would be me trying to change the world in a way that's like never gonna happen. But I do think it's like, as a comedian, if you're going to make a joke like about another human, I mean, try to be like a little, like have your information at least. God, like, I don't think he would have made that joke if he knew she had alopecia. Oh, absolutely. I would hope not. Yeah, I don't think he would have either. 
Um, so that was I, a mistake on his part. I, absolutely. And I think he needs to take responsibility for that, but I don't think having him smack like there, there's video content of him, like afterwards, like in shock. Yeah. I mean, he looks embarrassed, you know, it's like, look, I was, um, when I was in high school, uh, no, I was in middle school. Are you about to tell a story about getting slapped? No, not getting slapped. I got, I got pile drives. What's that mean? It's like, it's a wrestling move that they used to, this kid in my class just came up flip me upside down and like then you sit like indian style real fast so my head hit the ground oh my god in front of my class it was just like an act of random violence like but i think he thought he was being funny and it fucking hurt yeah and i was but more importantly i was really embarrassed oh. and um and like because i and because of the embarrassment i couldn't act like it hurt i didn't want to like tell on him like mm-hmm. all of these things and so i saw that moment in Chris Chris Rock's face. Like, I think he was incredibly embarrassed. I think you're right. Um, I do think you're right. I do think that he will, I mean, he hasn't made a statement yet. Um, And I think he did at this comedy show. He said, I'm still in shock and um, I don't have anything to say about it yet. I'm sure I will. And there will be, there will be some seriousness to what I say and some jokes to what I say. Right. Right. So. I mean, look, I hope he can, th- that all of us can one day find the humor in the fact that like Will Smith got out of his seat and bitch slapped him on stage in the Oscars. <laughs> like the, the, the fact that it happened is like, is so absurd. It's funny. Like what Will Smith like got <laughs> up and smacked Chris Rock live on the Oscars. I mean, like, it that- was, when I tell you it was the most shocking thing I've experienced I mean, in a long time. I, I watched was, it 150 times and I'm like, no, his hand is open. Like I learned to smack in stage combat. Right. He's right. Fake. <laughs> like he's, if you look, he's grinning stage when he combat. turns around and he's like, like grins and then goes stone face again. I'm like, oh, this is fake. And then I saw the real beat and I'm like, oh, that's shit. You know, it's not. It yeah. It was hard to read fake. him for sure, which was scary too, because I think when someone's unpredictable like that, it's very like, uh. Well, it was the side of Will Smith a week. I mean, He's the fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, like, you know, all those jokes started really uh, fast. Like, his mom's sending him to live. What is it? <laughs> Moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, here's something that we can't forget to talk about. Have you heard about this conspiracy theory? I can't. With float- this. It's floating out there that <laughs> it, was a, it was staged by mm-hmm. Pfizer because Pfizer is launching a new alopecia drug and they want to I mean first of all the sick part is is that I would not put it past Pfizer <laughs> well Pfizer was a sponsor of the Oscars um and what I re- like I've, I read statements about why they they mm-hmm. were um, sponsoring the Oscars that and it was prior to the Oscars actually happening that the same was because they felt like Hollywood had done a really good job of trying to help bring people together to get vaccinated mm. and the role that they played in the sharing of that information. So if that is true, the, I am literally even, building a bunker and moving in and you guys are never going to hear or see from me again. I'm going to live <laughs> off the land and like poop in a box. I don't know. I cannot handle that shit like that is so disgusting i tried to to find news about a new alopecia drug and it's just it's a conspiracy theory thank god it's so far-fetched but what it blows my mind is that there are people out there that are willing to believe that that chris rock 
signed up for this ruse to get bitch slapped on live right. on the Oscars. That would be sick and twisted. And then to force Will Smith to apologize. Like the whole there's, thing. There's like no Pfizer would money. have to be literate. No, he has too much yeah, money Will to Smith be doing can something like that. $20 million dollars to like act. It's like yeah. the most fun job in the world. He gets $20 million and he's willing to let Pfizer pay him to like potentially ruin his career. Yeah. I don't, I don't buy it. No chance. I don't buy it. Absolutely not. There is no chance that is true. Unless he but, owns half of Pfizer at this point, I don't yeah. buy it. <laughs> What I will say is what you just said about how much money he has and stuff. I, I I think there's probably a lot of people who have the mentality of like, okay, wow, wow, Will Smith. Like, you're fine. Like, you have all this money. You have all these houses you have. And I agree. Like, yes, Will Smith will have an easier time, <laughs> you know, going to therapy camp or whatever he has to do to work through this. Therapy and camp. I'm just like, I, <laughs> that's whatever. You, girl. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. I just love therapy camp. Um, <laughs> one time at therapy camp. <laughs> this one time at I therapy stuck camp. I my foot in my pussy. <laughs> oh, God. That's not what happens at therapy camp, Chad. I know. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, that would be frowned upon at therapy camp. <laughs> it definitely would. But all of all of that is to say that I don't think that money or fame or any of this stuff can take away human feelings, and I don't think that we can keep doing that. Like I just, I don't know. People are human, and we have to acknowledge how things feel, how things are. Like people are affected. They're affected by. He's affected by his childhood. He's talked very openly about his his dad being an abuser and physically abusive, and he didn't stick up for his mom. That's why I'm like, uh, hello, this was a trauma response. Like he had all this regret about not standing up for his mom. Then his wife gets attacked, and he's like, oh my god, I gotta, I gotta, you know, the child takes over, and you do things that you're like, what am I doing as your wise adult, or what did I do? But like when you're coming from the, ch- the wounded child, you're gonna do crazy shit. Right. Yeah. No. Doesn't make it okay, but that's why you got to go to therapy. A hundred percent. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Uh, Oh, God. Sorry if I am... I just... I, you know, I was at a dinner the other night and I'm like, it was really cute. Like Karen Fairchild was there who I adore, you know, she's like the greatest. And she was kind of trying to talk me through like the calm way to talk through like, 
you know, and then we had to explain it to our kids, this violence. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'm like hardcore on my stance. And I was getting so worked up and I was just like, okay, I'm now Will Smith. Like I'm having a Will Smith moment because I'm just so you obs- slapped her. No, so then I slapped Karen. <laughs> At Soho House, I slapped Karen. Oh Could you God. imagine? I can't believe it wasn't on television. I'm mad that you didn't do it live on TV. Oh, the very cavalier would be so upset if I oh saved that God. drama for off TV. Right? <laughs> Um, but no, it's, it's just like this very, it was, she was, and she was right about her point. And I feel like I have a point too. And I just like ultimately got to, Hey, I'm sorry that I'm getting so charged. It's obviously a very traumatic topic for me because of my own experience. And I do, they're not the same, but I do think there are like something, there's something I'm feeling that is triggering me there, obviously. Um, but I also just think as a culture, I just am like, it feels like an invitation. And this goes for me and you too, Chip. Like we need to think about what we're saying about these people that we don't know about, you know, on this platform, we're just having an opinion. And I I don't want to do that anymore. Like I feel like as a human, having a very human experience, which I am, and I am far from perfect. Um, I want to have that kind of empathy for others and even people I don't know, even people that I'm observing their behavior from Instagram or whatever. Like if I'm not in this situation, I don't want to have such blanket judgments where I'm poking fun at people's livelihoods and their own human experience. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think that's fair. But I also think, um, you know, the world is a stage and no, I just think the world. I, is, I can't wait. Like, Give it to I think us. The world. I think the world is a stage, and if you like, if you if people are choosing to live their lives publicly, it opens the door to that. And I don't think it gives people a license to be assholes towards them and be mean. But I also think, like, um, you know, it's somewhat to be expected. Um, I guess. And it, I'm, not, I'm not saying like you got to lie down and take it, like you can respond like, um, you know, like that you could have, when it was your situation, you could have responded. I mean, I could have shown all the text messages to prove the point, but what I I realized was that the person that I would be up against is a person who's willing to lie and go below the belt and I'm not. And so so like, what's the the point? I can't control this narrative because there's a publicist and a person who are so willing to go and, dirty and, and like a, and, and the media that is well, the media fucking ate it up. Like, yeah. and I don't have experience in that either, you right. know? And so there's a person who's a professional at that. And, um, and, and someone who would literally make up a lie and I'm not willing to do that, even though I actually had, the truth in writing. <laughs> I'm just like, how would I destroy? I, it's to me, the whole thing is just so gross. So anyway, whatever. I wish I would have spoken up now. I do have regret about not saying anything, but I was being advised not to. Like if I wanted it to go away, to just step back and not play her game and whatever. And so I do have, maybe I feel like I have regret there because I tolerated bad behavior from another person and then took this blame and nasty. I've seen the side of humans that I wish I had never seen based off of that experience. It really, really, um, it was just bad and gross. But 
anyway, so if I could go back, yeah, I would say I would have responded. Um, but I also was so upset that I felt like I would give an emotional reaction. Like I was so upset as a friend and as a person who was told that this would never happen and I was safe and I would be, I could, I could trust her and, uh, her team, you know, like that wasn't how that was handled. And so I was upset. Like, I don't, and I'm just like, I can't, people would say, maybe you should have known better. I guess I should have, that wasn't the side that I had ever seen personally. And so, um, I give people too much trust or whatever is very naive of me. I've learned since, but anyway, whatever, because of that experience, I obviously have different traumas around this and I just wish that we would do better as a culture. And I don't think because someone opens themselves up that gives people the right to be mean, like, right. like I've now told very personal stories on the podcast and, um, And I even have felt lately like very exposed and like, did I do the right thing by saying that? And I'm like, yes, because I did write by myself to be an authentic person. And if I'm helping one person, it's worth it to me. But it doesn't mean the assholes that have comments about me or make judgments about me because I talk about my recovery journey doesn't hurt. And it doesn't make me want to not do it. It's like a battle every day. Right, right. Yeah. So anyway, um, I mean, Will Smith's different. He's an actor, but it's right. like, he's really good at it. So is he just not supposed to go do the thing that he's really talented and gifted at because people are assholes? <laughs> I don't know. Do you see what no, I'm saying? No, I just think he's not supposed to slap people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, and, I, and look, I do, uh, I, I understand um, that there are um, nuances because of his race and, um and and, and his wife and being about a wife yeah, and, and being about a wife and like me of me sitting in a, a position as a white man like um you know there, there's there's it was also viewed as an act of valor in some ways like i get all of it but i, mm-hmm. I think um the point that i want to make is it's sad for everybody mm-hmm. let's observe it and learn from it Mm-hmm. And um, use it as a teachable moment, not just fucking have an opinion. Like, Amen, because, sister. Because uh, there, you know, what's that saying? Like, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Like, yes. You know, and it's like, it's fine. We should. We are all entitled to our opinion. But, but just it's don't useless. Be a jerk about it's it. Useless unless you want to do something constructive with it. Yes. What a good way to say that. I love yeah. that. That is really, that's, you're exactly right. Like that to me is what's driving me crazy is like, if you're just going to go post about violence is never the answer, like, okay, cool. But like, what else? Give us some resources then give us something like, like, what are you doing with your opinion? Like you said, and if you're using it for something and like an educational purpose or, um, you want to tell your story of why violence affected you. I can get on board with all of that. And I'm not trying to downplay that violence is not the answer. I don't, I don't want to come across like that, but I think what's driving me crazy is all of these uninformed opinions um, without any purpose. You're that was such a good point. Love you for that. Thank you for helping resolve that in my brain. (laughs) My very triggered brain is having a really hard time even understanding why I've been so upset about this. Yeah. Well, good. I hope you feel better about it. And I hope that, you know, all those who are involved and who have been triggered get their help too. You know, did I just go to therapy camp? 
Yeah. <laughs> was this chips I, therapy? I hope you didn't do anything with your flute while you were there. <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know. Oh. <laughs> Susan like, Bratton would be so excited. So By so the way, Susan Bratton emailed me. <laughs> Oh gosh. I forgot to tell you this. She emailed me to check in on my Jamaican vacation and to check in and see if I had gotten any action. I was so actually sad to tell her no. <laughs> you're like, nah. Hate to hate to burst your bubble, Suze, but yeah. nothing happened. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, oh, oh, I just needed to laugh and let's have a deep breath. Anyway, all right. sending all the okay. love and light to Chris, to Will, <laughs> to everyone involved, Jada. She's getting a little left out of this equation, too. I'm sure it was very traumatic on her. Yeah. There's a lot to deal with for her, too. So anyway, let's all just be nice to each other. I'm so tired of the divisiveness. I think that's the other thing is like, can't we all get along? Well, you know, that for that, I think you do need to go crawl into a hole and... <laughs> cook your poop or whatever you said you were going to do cook my poop. because it's He's just like, no, the world is such a shit show right now like it really is it's, it's sad will smith slapping people like oh, we really gosh. just yeah <sighs> i mean fucking will smith is so mad that he slapped somebody you know mm-hmm. like what the fresh prince of bel-air really like truly God, this parents is armageddon just don't understand what'd you say As the parents just don't understand no no <laughs> I just miss the days of like watching Carlton do the dance and Will Smith living with Aunt Viv. You know, it's just like, where, where are those days when life was easy and you're just watching the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on a Saturday oh, morning? Yeah. Man. Yeah. All right. You guys, I mean, if you send us opinions on this one, please be gentle. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't slap. Like, okay. If I say my truth, I'm going to get canceled. Everyone's going to be like, Kelly's condoning violence now. And it's like, I'm not at all. Um, but yeah, I just think there's more to this story. And I get really upset when Will's the only one being talked about. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I feel better. Do you feel any better? Yeah, I feel good. I feel like you're reading emails right now, so I'm not. Let you go check in, and I guess you're done with this. <laughs> done with the combo. Uh, let me drop my mic. Uh, no, Chip- I, feel, I feel good about it. Like, look, I think he's not getting canceled. So anyone who's like rage, rage, rageful typing right now on Twitter to cancel Will Smith is wasting their time. If you're rageful typing, you're actually doing the same thing as Will Smith. So like, right. <laughs> go look right. in the mirror. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's all just do better and try to be kind to each other and let each other. Uh, well, I mean, I don't want us to make mistakes, but when we make mistakes, let's let each other have the opportunity to make it right. Well, we are going to make mistakes. We we're are human. because we're human. It's a part of the human experience, but you can do things to make it right if you do. So Let's acknowledge our mistakes and own them and keep trying to do better. We're going to keep trying to do better. And, you know, as you guys go out into this weekend with this new mentality, but you're still living on the edge, I hope you always remember to act casual. God, Will Smith should have just act casual. Right, God. He doesn't know a lesson. He needs to start listening to us. We'll, we'll send in this podcast. Yeah, okay, good, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he'll, he really is gonna. He's gonna learn a lot from us. He really is. He really is. The edge. Okay. All right. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 